Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Lonnie, hmm? can I blow your mind? Please. Did you recognise the set that acted as the police station in Clickbait? No. You didn't recognise the wood-panelled walls? The specific visual complaint I had regarding the wood-panelled walls in a show that we watched recently? Oh, please, tell me more. It's only the set of the bloody newsreader. How is it really? This was shot in Melbourne. Is it the same set? 100%. Has not been confirmed by anybody, but I know my eyes. And my <laughs> okay. eyes are saying same set. 100%. It was interesting. We can probably talk more about it later, but I was trying to like work out where things were shot, even though I don't really know the locations of Melbourne very well. But I just the whole time I was like, that's not California. That's a Melbourne street. <laughs> you can't get that past me, Tony Ayres. Hello there, my name is Lonnie, I'm here with Sinead, this is I Only Like You and Movies, and occasionally some TV streaming. Or is it a web series then? Not for us to say really, is it? Mini-series, it reckons it is. Okay. Sure. Streaming television mini-series. It's on Netflix, it's called Clickbait. And Clickbait might be an accurate description of the show. Oh. Coming in early, I'm spitting fire. No, I didn't mind it, actually. It hasn't got a great reception on any of the, you know, critical Rotten Tomatoes, etc., and Wikipedia, and you know, 58%. Not great, is it? No. Also, it, it kind of dropped, and then on Netflix, everyone talked about it for like a day, then it dropped out of yes. the public consciousness, which happens on streaming a lot, especially when a show is released all at once. Yeah. You noticed that recently? I've been talking a lot. So how are you going today? What are you <laughs> You want to say something? <laughs> Hi, I'm fine, thanks. What do you mean recently they drop a show and it becomes a thing and then no one talks about it? Well, I just feel like it's been kind of, you know, Netflix, the whole thing was we'll give you all the episodes at once and then you can binge them in a weekend or at mm-hmm. your leisure. But then with shows like you know, Game of Thrones still back in the day, um, even like, you know, The Mandalorian or more recent times, they do it week by week. And so instead of talking about it for, you know, a week, you talk about it for 10 weeks because that's how long, you know, 10 episodes that come out. So I think it's an interesting way to extend the um, the lifespan of a show because this came out in August. I think I saw a couple tweets of it back then. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen anything the last month, you know. But the great thing about Netflix, the thing we all loved about it when it first came out was that you can watch it at your leisure and it's all there for you to watch when you want. You don't have to wait, you know, several weeks to experience the whole drama. So It's, it's the news cycle. It's you know mm. we're 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 cutting cutting edge fast paced. I don't know. Clicking. Yeah, I was. I was trying to get the vibe <laughs> off of. You uh, know. That's good. Yeah. We should probably talk about what clickbait is because we're talking around the show. Do you want to explain the plot, Sine? I'd love to. Um, so it stars what's his name? Adrian Grenier. Yeah, from Entourage, and um, 
more importantly, Devil Wears Prada. Um, and the whole premise of the show is that he's been kidnapped and a video is put online and he's holding a placard that says, at 5 million views, I die. And so the series is kind of an uncovering of like why this has happened, some maybe unsavory things he's done that could link to him being kidnapped, who's kidnapped him, and it's essentially the family's response as they're trying to figure out what's going on. Zoe Kazan is in it, who she's amazing in everything. She's never bad, is she? Never bad. Like even if she's in a show that isn't 100% all around, she always gives a great performance. Like her character in this is so annoying. I hated Pia, but <laughs> she plays her so well. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. She's annoying, but she's not as annoying as everyone she comes across, so <laughs> I was kind of on her side, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's kind of, I suppose, a bit of a Black Mirror-esque setup, isn't it? There, there are some very Black Mirror-esque moments. Not as good, though? Well, as Black Mirror? they don't stick with it, is the problem. Mm, okay. So let's do non-spoilers. Um, maybe watch it? I don't know. I don't feel strongly either way about whether you should watch or avoid it. Well, here's my take on that. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed every episode, like the process of watching it. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was that recommendable in the end, though. Like it was a cool experience and I kind of I wanted to watch where it was going, but I wasn't too invested with any of the characters. And the central mystery... Well, maybe it's the way it's resolved as well. It kind of leaves that strange taste in your mouth. Maybe that kind of, it's not like it's a really satisfying ending. Um, But like if you're into, you know, this sort of thriller, crime, mystery show, give it a go. If you're not that inclined, probably not for you, to be honest. Yeah. I'd agree. Hmm. But, you know, the experience of watching it was kind of, was interesting. And actually the, the way it was written I think if you're a screenwriting perspective, I think was quite cool because of the fact of um, each episode, spoiler alert from now on, is sort of centered on a different character, even though it's the same narrative moving forward each episode. What do you think of that technique? I love that. I thought that was okay. really, really cool. See, I didn't, I couldn't, I could never tell with you. Either you love it or you hate it, you know? <laughs> it reminded me a lot of the slap, you know, how we had mm. lots of different episodes from each character's perspective. That was more like what happened on that day and what was surrounding it. This is still like a linear structure, like each day. Well, it's funny you say that because the, the it was created by Tony Ayres who did the slap. So. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it works. Um, yeah, but I guess Peter is kind of the main character throughout, but she only has, really has the first episode as her episode, doesn't she? Yeah, so P- Peter's Nick, who is Adrian Grenier's character, they're brother and sister. Mm. We should probably say that. Yes, and... Yeah, he's sort of a notable in his absence throughout the rest of the series after he gets kidnapped. Interesting that they cast someone like him who's not really in the series. Yeah, think? like he's in every episode pretty much, even if it's, you know, not, not a lot. Like, because yeah. there's kind of the second last episode where you sort of find out what happened. That's his big episode, right? But he's not really in it much. Yeah, it's kind of, it's more. Everyone's talking about him. You know, yeah. when he's not on screen, everyone's talking about him. Um, which I guess kind of that's an interesting, that would be attractive to an actor, I suppose, to be have mm-hmm. a sort of overwhelming, overwhelming presence in a show, but only having to you know, be <laughs> in a couple episodes. Much, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, 
there's a lot to say about this show that doesn't quite work, I don't think. Um, but I think his performance in him as a as a character was quite good. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I just have a bad taste in my mouth with him because I think Entourage is a crass, disgusting show. And also he was mean to Andy and Devil Wears Prada and didn't support her in her dreams and career choice. So. Right. Okay. So we found your Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> oh. I don't know how many people are going to get that reference. <laughs> Probably should explain it. Lonnie has just this weird hatred for Elizabeth Banks, the actress, because she was mean to someone on Scrubs. Is she that... was mean to JD on Scrubs. Okay, yeah. And so she every... had a child without telling him. His child. She didn't tell him. Every time she turns up in something, Lonnie is in a bad mood. Except for Love and Mercy, where she's good. I've been in the cinema with you before and she's come on screen and you have literally <laughs> folded your arms and shaken your head. <laughs> Disappointment. I wouldn't go that far with Adrian. I wouldn't say he's my Elizabeth Banks, but yes, mm. slightly more in that realm. Well, it's a bit of bit of metatextual casting then as well. I don't, I've never seen Entourage, but I understand he's kind of at the centre of it and he's a bit of a ladies' man and if to put it mildly from what I have gathered. Just a show. Yeah, but then the fact that in this show he is like the coolest, yeah. nicest bloke, and then also that gets questioned and put into yes. people's mind. Maybe he's not like that's yeah. I can see why he was cast in that sense, and you know, got a trip to Melbourne, so good on him. Nice. Um, the other characters, it's 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 not good to say this because she is the the scorned wife here, and she's gone through a lot. But I I wasn't here for Stuffy Burrell much, to be honest. No, me either. I wasn't but here I for was the also... kids. I wasn't here for the wife. Here's who I was here for. Roshan, the police officer. Yeah. Well, I, I, w- I would have been more here for him if we're keeping this saying going. <laughs> um, he gets one episode and the hint and he's got his, this rich inner life and backstory even that don't never see it again. I know. Made the whole series about him. I'm so interested in his life. He's got an ex-wife. He's got... Mm. A son that he doesn't see as much. He feels like emasculated. He's trying to like move up the ranks. He's trying to deal with his faith. And his so he's family. a Muslim cop in the US. Yeah. It's just, I, I loved his performance. I loved his character. I, that was so good. That was like my favorite part and of the series. Look, to be honest, let's talk about it. We're doing sports. So the idea that you hook up with somebody or you try to hook up with somebody on a dating app. Yeah. And then that guy ends up investigating the disappearance of your brother. That's enough for a good storyline, I, th- I would have thought. I agree. The rest of it kind of maybe got in the way of a really cool idea, the little nugget of an idea that was lost. Well, this is, talking about nuggets of ideas that are lost, here's, here's my main issue with the series. Let's give us your main nuggets. And- <laughs> my main nugget. <laughs> okay, we're sticking with that. The premise is so cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you just Google clickbait and look at the poster, you know, it's a phone within a phone saying, mm-hmm. you know, a 5 million views I die and he's holding the placard. Mm. That is so cool because you're like so many questions are raised from that. People are watching it very Black Mirror-esque. You don't want them to watch it. Pia keeps checking her phone every two seconds. You're literally adding <laughs> to the view count. What the fuck are you doing? But they lose that. They lose that well, after the first episode and it becomes like any other procedural crime drama. Right. Like the old the you know, Black thing. Mirror Black Mirror has its faults, you know, even though it's such an interesting show. But they would have delved into that concept 
like in a 45 minute episode more than this show did in eight because yeah you forget really that it was like a social experiment and i kept wondering like the whole it reaches five million views right Mm. but nothing happens yeah he dies but he doesn't die and you don't find out he's dead until like episode three or four so what was the thing and what did the people want who were filming this like, mm-hmm. I was like, well, what's the next thing going to be? What's the next thing going to be? Like, aren't they going to keep escalating this thing? Five million views, I die, he's dead, then something else happens and then they've got a bomb or something. I don't know. I don't want that story. Obviously, mm. it's very basic. But I'm just saying, like, wasn't – I thought that's where we were going, but we're well, not. <laughs> and what about the indictment on society that they let that video stay yes. up? And everyone watched it. Like, shouldn't you feel shitty if you're a person who watched that? And they contributed towards the guy dying, right? But that's never, never explored, never established. There's no one. Even Pia doesn't go on this big mission going like, she tells everyone not not to watch it. Mm. But like after he's dead, she doesn't blame everyone for watching the video. She blames Mm. him for being an adulterer or whatever they thought he was. Yeah, totally. And like, you know, again, Black Mirror maybe it gets a bit heavy-handed and it's messaging sometimes, but it would try and have a look at society, maybe, you know, society's impact. And the clickbait of the title is that you watch something, something you get promised something and then it gets taken away. That doesn't really link to that at all, no, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And, like, and I'm in- just reading the Wikipedia thing. It says that the show explores the ways dangerous and uncontrolled impulses are fueled in the age of social media. Like, mm. does it, though? Well, that's interesting to me because um, as it goes on about episode four or five um, with the reporter, like, he's just, like, doing regular reporter stuff. I know. And it's like he's got to get his story past his editor and they've got to land the interview and get her in and and release it on, on TV or whatever. Like, if this was a real internet journalism... He wouldn't give a shit. He'd be writing the stories. He'd be live tweeting when he gets inside the house. Isn't like, that the whole point? Like, I agree with you. That whole series with the reporter was just so distracting from what we were actually watching. Yeah, but... I thought my, the performances my... were quite weak and I just didn't mm. enjoy that at all. Yeah, and the, a bit contrived, I thought, about him yeah. breaking into everyone's house. Like, I just yeah, didn't just, think... No. It just didn't go anywhere. <laughs> but didn't that feel very traditional media to you? Yes, it, it didn't, did. It was not internet media at all. And, you know, citizen journalism, they kind of have a little bit of a go at that with, like, people trying to track where he is, like like Pokemon Go or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it kind of feels like they weren't really engaging with the internet side of things, if that's what they were going for. Because, yeah, that whole thing, it felt like Gone Girl, you know, having an interview yeah. with the person, like the person left behind. And, not yeah, as that good felt, as Gone Girl. <laughs> not as good, but Gone Girl was 10 years ago or, or you know, a long time ago. So. Yeah that kind of fit for that and fit in that context but this one like where are the internet commentators where are the people talking about you know, the the role of yeah it wasn't called youtube it was called something else it's really distracting the whole time as well to be honest i know because i couldn't get the rights yep yeah <laughs> but like surely youtube could have pulled it down well they could earlier like that's a question at least yeah i mm. they don't even like deal with that it's like oh they ask them to take it down and they're like no and that's it well, yeah, I think they could have, they did a little bit of this, but they could have done more about, you know, the police being a sort of legacy institution which can't really handle new media. And, yeah, Rashawn has a few things where he's like, maybe we should talk to the internet guys. But, yeah, I think there could have been more there. And you're right. After the first episode, it becomes a regular cop drama about a missing person. Yeah. 
It's fine, but it's not. It's not what it says on the tin. No, but I, and the, the worst part I think is they they think they're selling what's on the tin, but they're not. Yes, I agree. Thank you. Thanks. Good metaphor. No good nugget of metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, should we talk about uh, Ian Meadows? Please. One of our favourites from one of the best Australian television shows of all time. Oh, if you haven't seen Moody Christmas or The Moody's, which one came first? A Moody Christmas came first and nothing came after that, I don't think. so. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's just one show. <laughs> yeah. No, there was two shows, but the first one was Moody Christmas and it's set over, I think, five or six Christmases. He's Dan Moody. He's got, he comes back from overseas to see his family for Christmas. And oh. over those six years, a really great love story and comedy takes place. It is just really, it just captures Australian Christmases and also tells a really endearing story at the same time. It's probably the best thing I've ever seen. Like that's an Australian export. Well, not even an export, Australian production. It mm. There's nothing, I've never seen anything else that captures Australian society quite like that show. Yeah. Like it's perfect. It's not a parody. It's not it's not mocking anything. It's not heightening anything and it's like just exactly a snapshot of what it's like. Mm. It's just wonderful and oh, so good. And they made a follow-up series which wasn't as good, but No. Moody Christmas. Anyway, he's in there. He's the main character. We should, that's why we're yes, talking about Moody sorry, Christmas. Yes. And he's Australian, obviously. So because yeah. this was shot in Melbourne. Um, yeah, last year during pandemic times, right? Yeah, during pandemic times, which I guess good way to get the streets closed and like have a being out of film on like <laughs> so, yeah. Brunswick Street by yourself. Mm. Um, yeah, it was quite interesting seeing some shots of St Kilda and being like, that's St Kilda. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's great because there are a couple of Australian actors in this show. So Ian Meadows is in this. Andrew Dimitriadis is in this in a really small role as like a friend of one of the women um, and she was from Crownies and later Janet King. She should be bigger, right? She's a great performer. Why has she not been in anything? Like, you know, if it's based on talent and good looks and stuff, you know, she'd be right up there, you'd think. But I yeah. guess that's the Australian, yeah. And even with... Phoenix Rye, Ray, who plays Roshan, he's Australian as well. Mm. Flawless American accents from all of them. Yeah. Um, it's just so cool to see. I don't know. I kind of feel like when... There's a, a smaller Australian actor in something that's like an American Netflix series. I'm like, hi, I know that. That is my friend. Yeah, one of us. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Um, I, I was worried about him the whole time, though. So he was my pick. So the, yeah. whole, the whole point, right, is there's this one person that's behind everything. And he was my pick because I was like, Daniel, whose name's Matt <laughs> in the show. But, you know, I don't, I don't trust you. You seem a little... He's always lurking around. Like... about people talking to the volleyball team. Mm. You're also his best friend. Mm, getting bad vibes from you, you know? Mm -hmm. But then they choose to go another route with who did it. Should we just t talk about this now? I think we have to, Sinead. So previously in last week's episode, you weren't happy because it was too obvious, the person... <laughs> It's kind of yes. is it a bit of bit strange, a bit opposite land. <laughs> this episode, it is a bit. Um, mm. so Dawn did it. Dawn, the middle-aged lady at the school, did it. You can't trust the office administrators, you know. I've always said that. <laughs> Have you? I say as as an office administrator myself, can't trust us. Just... Dawn did it, Sine. Did are we sure? Are we sure that we're going with that? 
are we okay we're just gonna get into it right are we sure that once he worked out who did it he would go to their house and confront them straight away oh my god i mean for the plot he has to yeah no the no the the man man. which man nick brewer once he escapes he goes straight there well, I yeah. thought he went there because he was like, oh, we're friends. I've opened up to you, so you're the only one I can trust. No, there's no reason why he would go there. He would go to Matt's house. He would go to his best mate's house. He would go yeah. home. He would well, go to his sister. He would go literally anywhere else apart from the one who he pieced together who did it. Yeah. Like, deal with that later. If you've had a, like, security leak with your photos, deal with that later. Go to the cops. I know. And... Like, how do you know where she lives? Like, I wouldn't know where my colleagues live, and I'm probably closer to them than he is to this, you know, the office lady who works in a different department to him. Or mm-hmm. same department, but you know what I mean? Not, not like they're best mates. Weird. There's a weird bit of a contrivance just to get him killed, I think. Yeah. And like that. Here's my main thing. Well, several things. Firstly, Dawn's husband, Ed, gets really into it. A bit too into it. It's like when you play a role-playing game, like, and they're just a bit too into it. Like if you play like, oh, I realized that that sounded like a sex thing. That was, I didn't mean a sex thing. I meant like a board game. You know, when you're playing like the monster one. Of I think you know what you're talking about, Sine. I don't know if anyone else knows what you're talking myself. about. There's games. There's games that you play in a group. Like, like where D&D. One of, yeah. one of you's the murderer or something. And there's always one guy that gets really into it, a bit too into it. That's Ed. He's like, Well, we oh, should have known when he was, when he's, you know, you know, these trains, the model trains, red flag. <laughs> Bad sign. <laughs> true, true. Um, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Like, he's like, oh, this is really, I'm a hard done by husband. My wife's a bit weird. And then all of a sudden he's shooting at a kid that's running away. You, you really went 180 flippity flop on that, Ed. You seem mm. really keen on being a criminal now. I'm not going to jail. Okay, well, don't kill people in the first place then, mate. Probably start there, buddy. Like, yeah. rule one, don't commit crime. I yeah, just... but did you did you buy her being the person no. who was behind no. all the catfishing? Of you didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no. What was the motivation? Tell me one motivation that she had. I guess she was bored, right? And she maybe boredom. she had some boredom some latent... is your big thing that you're gonna make her. <laughs> I'm not having a go at you. I'm having a go at the show. Like that's what they're saying, right? She was bored in her life and her marriage and had this nice little thing where they read before they went to sleep and that's all that they did. And that turns her into, like, a criminal mastermind? Well, I think she wasn't a mastermind or anything, wasn't she? Wasn't she just catfishing and then got that got exploited by the other guy who thought his sister had committed suicide? Well, she did commit suicide, Why but he thought it was Nick's fault. Why is she several women? Why is your well, first instinct to catfish? Well, again, it was a bit contrived the way that she got into the catfishing, wasn't it? She happened. He was like, I'm too busy to set up my computer. Can you do it for me? Here's my password. I'm like, okay, mate, that just, I don't think that happens. You know, I no. just don't think that occurs. No. Like, no matter how busy you are, surely you can take the two seconds to put your password in yourself on a computer. But I then, just. Like, she finds all these photos, right? And then I was like, is she enamored by him? Is that the thing? Like, she's in love with him. But then it was sort of like she wanted to be wanted. But then did she want to be one of the girls who was with him? Well, there's she... some weird psychosexual stuff going on there. Yeah. I think it could have been maybe she had some latent, you know, lesbian feelings herself. But oh, okay, I didn't read so that. So maybe she was in the in in the relationships for that potentially. Like, was right. she asking for photos from them? Can't remember. Um, 
But as, as someone online said, I was reading some Reddit threads through about this series. It's like, doesn't she work at a like a college with lots of young women who are, you know, attractive volleyball players? Like, you know, I'm not saying I want this because it's creepy, but perhaps if there had been a scene where she was looking longly at the girls, you might be like, oh, okay, I can see this more grounding for her to be, yeah, you know, having some sort of weird psychosexual stuff going on behind the scenes. But it, it was... Uh, I suppose it was set up, but it kind of a bit contrived, as I've been saying. But did kind of feel a bit to you like they got to the final episode and like, okay, who's somebody no one's ever going to expect? It 100% felt like that. 100%. And after we spent so much time setting up, yeah, Matt, the best yeah. friend. Although was he wasn't he wasn't clean, to, though. I was happy for it to be him, though. Like, I, I, was, I wouldn't have been annoyed, even though I was suspicious of him. Just because... When Pia came home in that second last episode or whatever and then her mm. he's sitting on the front steps of her house and she's sort of pieced together that he's really dodgy and essentially he's been – he did a revenge porn about one of the students that he was mm. coaching. Bad dude. And he has this really sinister change of voice where he goes, hi, Pia, and it's like really different to how he's ever spoken. And I was really here for that interaction. I was like, oh, this is like – tense and it's interesting and i want to see like how he did it and why he did it i feel like that's a missed opportunity there for that character because that character could have been so cool and then that roommate housemate comes and then it's like all done and it's fine millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. At least it would have made sense. <laughs> At least it would have made sense for him to be the one. You're right. And they, they spend a lot of time sort of setting him up in the background. And then... They don't do anything too very... obvious. It's not like they're like, gee, I wonder who could have done it. No, no. But they, they, I think they did it enough, though. They you do. look back, you're like, that's what I'm saying. My point is, in the next minute, they get rid of him straight away. Exactly. So it's like that was a huge misdirect yeah. for nothing. For nothing. And Just there was no... no and... Not much real, you know, resolution or catharsis about him. Like, oh, there's it a happens off screen. line of dialogue where it's like Tara's putting a complaint forward about him, a formal complaint. Yeah, cool. and and like if he is a real bad guy, would he just leave when her roommate turns up? Like, yeah, like it kind of just felt like a bit like, oh, okay, the plot's finished for him in that direction. Yeah, and, I just, I just don't get, I just don't get it. I don't get Dawn. <laughs> They didn't do the groundwork to have that be the twist. Mm. I don't understand why. I just still can't understand why. 
boredom? Really? Like, is that legitimately the reason? Because I just well, don't know that that's strong enough. I mean, it's. I think it's strong enough if she's a catfisher. And she wasn't the one who kidnapped him and stuff, so that's... I know, I know, I know. She didn't do the whole thing, which is but at least something. But they covered up the stuff because they knew... They had people come to them and ask them and then... Then they wanted to kill the kid because the kid yeah, found out that that's where the images came from. Mm. And she well, very he... much wants to kill the kid. Like, she's super keen on that. Mm. So, why? Yeah. I guess you just get caught in a lie and you keep doubling down. And then, yeah, you don't set out with a plan, evil master plan to kill a kid, but then you've been covering up a lie for so long that yeah, that's the next obvious step in front of you. If you're like, firstly, a middle-aged woman who can use technology, very unrealistic. Um, <laughs> secondly, if you're this like technological mastermind, right, and you can Photoshop these images and do all this stuff, couldn't you come up with a lie about the metadata? Like, why, why do you go mm. straight to, oh, I've been found out that I've been sending pictures to women who didn't think I was me. I know. My next logical step is murder. Like, is it? Can't well, I think that's where Ed got, got in the way because he killed the guy. I think she might have been able to talk her way out of it, but he killed him quite quickly, as you said. And but then really that, on board with that. But I mean, yeah. I mean more about the kid when Kai turns up. Could you not say... Like, well, I thought she kind of thought the, the gig's up here, isn't it? Or the jig's up. I'm yeah. kind of just have to. And if he's here, the police won't be too far behind. So you're right, though. It does feel unsatisfying, doesn't it? It feels really unsatisfying because it doesn't. It's not plausible. You've done none of the work, and you're right. It's like they got to the last episode, and they're like, "Huh? How can we fuck with the audience? Who can we mm. choose that they would never suspect?" I know it was the kid. Like it's almost like they did something like that. Yeah, I would have been happier if it was, like, the wife was more implicated or something, you know, like, yeah. at least she was a character we knew. Yeah. Um, but one more thing that doesn't really get resolved in the show is that all these women say that they were having a relationship with whoever they thought Nick Brewer was being, and there's pictures of them together, mm. but then it turns out they never actually met in person. No, so... Wouldn't that have been something she might have mentioned? She'd been like, oh, yeah, we were going to get married... We didn't meet in person, though. Well, like, that's the thing. It's the, the big reveal, right? Because the kid, the older kid, Ethan, goes and sees his person he's messaging who we think is a catfish, and I thought he was um, going to turn out to be Matt the whole time. Wasn't. Nice mm. redirect. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, have you ever heard this thing? And she's like, no, sorry, I haven't. Why are you just revealing this now that you've never spoken to her? This is, sorry, this is, who's this woman? <laughs> Emma. <laughs> Emma, because so, you probably haven't seen the show. So she was one of the mistresses. That's the thing about Nick Brewer, the guy who's been captured, is that some of the things he has to hold up are that he's been hurting women and killed the woman, right? Yeah. And then everyone's like, no way, he's the best guy ever. He loves his wife. No, nothing ever bad. He's a great dad and everything. But then these women come forward and are like, you know what, and I was having an affair with him on a dating app. There's a few of them out and about and this one in particular tries to go to the media and tries to tell everybody and she's like you know we are going to get married and he was about to leave his wife and whatever mm -hmm. never met him in person never so met him was in person. she hallucinating him the whole time well that's the other thing the show does which is quite rude i think it's rude, rude. how dare well, it it shows us flashbacks of them together in bed and stuff which never Unreal. happened yeah yeah well if you're mad at this you could probably go to be mad at fight club too 
No, okay. <laughs> Comparison to clickbait. No, a... I know what you mean, but well, at least there's a reason for it in in Fight Club. It's established that it's a split personality. Whatever. There was a hint of this when she goes to the hotel. Um, she imagines him in a bathrobe on the bed. Okay. There yeah. is that tiny little bit which I was like, hmm, that was weird. So I guess there's that, but that's not enough, guys. Like, uh, it's not enough, and that segues me into. Lots of questions I have. So she's at the hotel, right? She's recently gotten in touch with the family and said, hey, full disclosure, she she's actually the most normal character. She's in a relationship with this guy and sees something happen. So she flies up from where she is, goes and tells the police and says, yep, I was having a relationship with him. Here's all the information I knew. I'm very shocked. Goes and sees the family and says, hey, I've been having an affair with him. Just thought I'd let you know before the cops do. I'm here if you need anything. Otherwise, I'm going to leave. Okay? Like, shit, that's logical stuff to do. And then she's about to leave. She has her suitcase packed. And she gets a call from now, I realize, is Ed. I suppose so, yeah. Saying, we're watching you. You better be careful, blah, blah, blah. Why? At that point, she was helping feed the narrative that that Nick was a bad dude, which is their, is their sort of cover story, right? Like what reason would they have yeah. to look at Dawn and Ed if we're all focusing on how much of a bad dude Nick was and all of his adultery stuff? He was actually, she was actually helping him. And so she leaves in the car. She's going and they're like, get out of town. And she's leaving. And then you run into her car, causing her injury, which means she has to stay at the hospital for a longer period than she would have been if she had just left. Your whole it's point true. is get out of town, but I'm going to injure you, so you have to stay in town for another ten days. What? Also, I'm going to use my car, but change the plates. Oh god! Because there's no way the police can just look at everyone who owns a car of that make and model. model. That's definitely not <laughs> what they do, is it? Yeah. Um, that's a, I hadn't thought about that because, yeah, she was doing everything right Like, for none them. of that makes sense. Mm. They just did that to fuck with us. For the audience rather than yeah. logically in, in, in life. And the whole point, I think, is that you're supposed to think that the driver of the car is Simon, the, the brother of the woman who killed herself, and that's the whole thing but behind yeah. the video. But why do you do it? We'll get into it in a second. I think you're supposed to think it's him because of the hat. Because, mm. remember, she, the sister made him a little model and it had his hat, and it's like, oh, it's mm. got my hat. I wear a hat. Um, that's my only defining thing as a character. I wear a hat. And then that was the fake hat that it wasn't him, it was Ed. But I don't understand why Ed did that to Emma. There was no reason for that. And so let's, so the whole thing, so the people who end up having kidnapped Nick is Simon, who's the brother of a woman who killed herself, who was having a tough time. And at the time she was killing herself, self she's killing self at the time she was having a tough time she was messaging mm. with nick and the whole impetus or how it's framed is that nick said go on do it then i don't care right and that was dawn writing that i don't understand yeah. why she did that again that made no sense in the flashback when we find out what happened she was upset so she what i don't know well you know the one thing i'll say is that a lot of the time i think of like internet trolls being you know smelly dudes in their mum's basement sometimes they're just regular people quote-unquote regular you might think in real life would never do such a thing remember there was a case a little while ago i think i mean someone who was like cyber trolling cyber trolling like doing really bad threats against um like julie gillard or someone else 
And it turns out she was just like a regular, she's a teacher or something, right? Like yeah. not someone you'd really expect. So I think I don't mind the idea of, of her being a troll and maybe being part of that. It, the rest of the show didn't establish probably enough that she was like that. But hidden hidden life, people do weird things under cover of internet, I suppose. I suppose what the show's trying to say. Yeah. It doesn't really say it that well, though, no. does it? So it's probably, go on, yeah. So I'm still trying to like wrap my head around this. Okay. So Simon... And then his mate, oh, God, no idea who his mate is. Oh, yeah. Doesn't matter. Dodgy guy. Yeah. Accomplice. Accomplice to the crime. So they kidnap They kidnap Nick. Why do they have the thing at 5 million views I die? Well, that's it. Like, again, I'm, I'm comparing this to Black Mirror repeatedly, but at least in Black Mirror they had a reason for that, wouldn't they? There is seemingly no reason for it here apart from to hook us into watching the show on Netflix. Yes, I agree. Because well, they just kill him. <laughs> they don't have any like why they're not trying to. They're not like anonymous, the internet group, or that they're not trying no. to like no political motivation or nothing. Yeah, there's seemingly no connection to the reaching five million views and the death, other than it's a number that he thinks maybe wouldn't achieve it because he didn't really want to kill him. Like all you're doing is bringing attention to yourself by doing it. Just if you kill him on the street. And like, you know, leave his body in the park or something. Yeah. You get the same outcome. You've killed the guy who, in your mind, Hurt killed your sister. your sister. Yeah. And you haven't brought any attention on yourself. No one's going to look into this any further. By doing it this way, you've brought your sister into it. Exactly. And, I mean, there's the kind... So he works as a moderator on a video site, and that's kind of the link towards him and putting a video up online. But why? I still don't understand Why? Because it's not like he was asking for ransom money. It's not no. like he wanted anything. It's not like He's he was to... trying to say society is shit and they don't care about humanity and this is why I'm doing it, to prove that they don't yeah. even care about the life of this man. If they were doing that, at least that would have been something. I'm reaching here, but is there something and maybe like he spends his life um, on like a YouTube moderating sort of thing and getting rid of dodgy videos that get put to YouTube, but this video doesn't get pulled? That's uh, yeah. Maybe that's an idea they could have gone with, but they didn't. <laughs> Again, we're trying to imbue this show with meaning that it doesn't mm. have in order to make sense of it, yeah. you know. And then so the accomplice wants to kill him when it reaches 5 million views and then Simon lets him go. Don't let him go. When you've come that far, you have to kill him, obviously. <laughs> like, I don't want to sound like a criminal here, but, like, he's seen your faces. He, You've mm. told her about your sister, so he knows who you are. He knows your name. You reckon he's just going to be fine? Obviously not. You have to kill him. Mm. I mean, yeah, to. but I know, I know what you mean, Sine. I know your logic police brain. I kind of see him like, you know, if he realises that this guy shouldn't be dying, he doesn't want to bring more pain and misery into the world. Although, I guess 10 minutes earlier he wanted to, but... I guess I guess that then when he gets told, I found the wrong guy. Like, you got the wrong guy. Also, why why kill him? I know you reckon he killed your sister. Hmm. But what does killing him achieve? Wouldn't you want to make his life shit? Wouldn't that be a more thing? Like you'd want to... Why don't you go expose all his affairs to his current wife? Hmm. Or like sort of manipulate the complaint that Tara had against um, Matt and make it be Nick instead? And have him go through mm. that whole sexual complaint thing at work. Wouldn't that yeah. more affect him than just 
killing him. Like you're humiliating him, right, by having him hold up these signs like I abuse women, I killed a woman. But for what? What are you trying to get? I don't understand. No, it's eye for an eye. I think I think it's simply just why does he get to live his life while my sister doesn't? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think what you've presented there is a more interesting story. Do you think Nick and Pia were a little... Ooh. A bit too close. They're kind of like sitting on top of each other, aren't they? They're kind of like kissing each other's heads and cheeks and they're kind of like she's got her legs over him while they're at like a park smoking a joint. It's a bit, it's a bit, it's a bit close, isn't it? You know, you know what I say about siblings when they're adults, you know? What's that? Acquaintances are best. <laughs> Should not be friends. <laughs> well, forget friends. These guys are like very touchy-feely. For two adult do you, siblings. Do you think that was on purpose to make us think there's something dodgy going on? Not like incest or anything, but like just like maybe there's not all what it seems here with these two? No, because I don't give the show enough credit for that because it didn't do anything with it. I think they just wanted to show their their closeness and that justified why Pia was so upset all the time. She was very much, but my brother, my brother, my brother. Like, go away. You'd be upset anyway. Like, you don't have to be best mates. Yeah, I know. Acquaintance is the best. <laughs> I, I just couldn't imagine, like, you and your sister having that sort of, like, touchy-feely relationship. No. Not on. <laughs> Not on. I don't condone it. I, one thing I want to say more about the photos that are supposedly going around. So the idea is that Dawn has hacked into his phone and computer and has got access to all these pictures of, of mm-hmm. Nicholas. And then she's able to Photoshop these other girls that she is catfishing mm-hmm. into the photos Here's my question for you. Why? Yeah. Just to misdirect us as the audience? Like, what the hell? So if I'm a person, right, and I'm talking to someone online Mm. and they're like, I love you, we're in love, whatever, we're having a nice time, here is a photo that I photoshopped of us together. That would be a huge red flag for me. I'd be like, that's fucking weird. Not on. Especially when he refuses to talk to you. In like and see you in person. Yes. Refuses to talk to me. Talks with a voice decoder, which like, oh, God's mm. sakes. Fine. But like, come on a vacation with me. Don't Photoshop me into a picture of you at the beach. That's odd no, behavior. That, again, a bit of a contrivance just to misdirect us, the audience, not really making much sense in story world. Yeah. For mine. I, mm. And like, I don't want to be creepy about this as well, but like, shouldn't there have been more like sexual images that they were exchanging like if they if we're going to say that they're a, a couple and they think they're going to get married and whatever and they're going to leave his wife for her but they haven't met in person like you think there'd have to be some sort of sexting going on for that relationship to be really considered more than just someone i've been chatting to on tinder right well that's why i don't understand like all her fantasies about him in her house and stuff was that what she was doing to justify to herself that it was real? Like, was she really mentally unwell and she was literally having, you know, hallucinations about this or? It's a good question. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, we've spoken about this show for far longer than it deserves. <laughs> yeah. Just overall, I think it could have dug deeper on everything. Every and... single level it could have. Yeah. And like, I like the idea of, I think I may like the idea more than the execution of the each episode is follows a different character because yes, yeah. yeah, don't do it if you're going to drop characters. Like we never saw the reporter again. 
after his episode. No. Um, didn't see much of the, of the police after their episode. Like, it kind of, I don't know, didn't feel like they really stuck to that enough. I mean, I liked it, but you're always going to have episodes. Like, I could tell when it came on and it was like the wife. I was like, do we have to watch this episode? You know, like it kind of <laughs> yeah. sets you up because you're going to have characters that you don't care about and characters that you do care about. And so you're kind of mm. slogging through those episodes of the characters you don't care about. Yeah. Comes on balance quite quickly. Yeah. Um, funny you mentioned the newsreader, Emma Freeman, who directed the newsreader, directed an episode of this. So Lovely. Two episodes, actually. Mm. Australian film's very incestuous, but in a good way. Like people yeah. pop up it's a, in It's a small, small yeah. <laughs> pool. Um, well, I guess it was cool. It was, it was shot down here in Australia. And, you know, from a purely technical and, and visual standpoint, it was a very good-looking show, wasn't it? Yeah, very sleek, very sophisticated. Mm. I thought it was had some interesting things that it did, you know. One last complaint. Sorry. Yeah. Just, just thought of this. <laughs> Go for it. That was the final scene. They're going into the funeral. It, it kind of felt to me like they ran out of budget. So they just had everyone sitting like outside yeah. of a hall in a car park, wrapping up, you know, each character coming and wrapping up their storyline mm-hmm. to, to Pia. It just felt so weird to me. It felt very. And then we like walk maybe. arm in arm together facing the future. Like, yeah, really? maybe at COVID. Maybe they were planning a big funeral and they couldn't film it because of COVID or something. But maybe. it just felt odd to me that. That's the final scene of the show is just them walking into the funeral. Yeah. Mm, talking about how they have done stuff. The like whole that. show just felt unfinished. Like, I don't really understand what I watched because it wasn't what you told me that I was going to watch. Like, the show yeah. wasn't what they yeah. told me I was going to watch. Yeah. Performances, like, obviously Zoe was great. Adrian Grenier was great. That's about it. Like, obviously Ian Meadows and... and um. Andrew Dimitriades were great as well, but like yeah. a lot of and, the and Phoenix Ray is the as yes, Roshan sorry, is good. Roshan, my one true love. Um, um, but like but the right, mother, but... the mother of Nick, who was like in the house all the time, her performance was very camp to me. I didn't feel like she was the mother. She didn't feel like a real character, really. No, awful. And then everyone else was just also everyone at the police office. Like it, Roshan's got this supervisor who's like preventing him from climbing up the ranks mm. and. It's just the most contrived, like, basic alpha male bullshit that we've seen in every crime thing. I don't, I don't know. I don't just, know. Yeah, I'm with you. The one, There is one beautiful moment of the show, and it's to do with Roshan. And the whole time he's like, we're going to find him alive. We're just going to find him alive. He just has a feeling we're going to find him alive. And then he finds the body. Firstly, don't touch the body. You're a cop. Obviously, don't roll the body over. You just yeah. contaminated the crime scene, you idiot. But he he goes to Pia's house to tell her and he's just defeated because he mm. he didn't think in himself that that's what would happen. Oh, his performance was so good. Yeah, I'd like to see more of him. That's good. Me too. The one other thing I was going to say, doesn't matter, mm. is that when um, Rashan's gone to like... The other city, I don't know what it was now, Sacramento or whatever, and he's tracked down the brother, and then Zoe also has tracked Rashan down, and they go to the hotel room and they start kissing. Oh, yeah. And she's like, you know, what happens if we do this? He's doesn't matter. And he's like, I would tell somebody. I'm like, oh, okay, let's not have any drama. Yeah, let's, let's not, not have do anything. any conflict in the show. 
yeah, like, like just the wet blanket sort of moment. I was like, oh, okay, nothing. Like, it probably made sense the character and everything, but I don't know. Just as a dramatic like, like television put them together, piece. make them care about each other more. Like they sort of had this will they, yeah. won't they, but it was always won't they because they, yeah, you know. And also, if you're going to make the thing that they've had this prior relationship, have them hook up. Like, have them actually hook up, right? Mm -hmm. That's more than he just sent her a text message. Like, doesn't really matter. I know. Where's the tension? No tension. Maybe, maybe, maybe they were together, they hooked up, and then he broke it off, and then, or she broke it off, and now they've got to work together again. That would be better. Thank you. All right, wrapping up. What do you think? Star rating. Um... Two? Too generous? Two for, two for Zoe and Adrian and Andrea <laughs> and Ian, obviously. I'll give it two as well. I think, and as we said up top, if you're into sort of, you know, crime, thriller, mysteries, you'll, you'll get a good eight episodes. But if you're not that into that sort of side of things, it doesn't really transcend that genre, I don't think, to if make it want, essential. If you want a crime thing that transcends genre, watch Gone Girl. If you want... Something that's like cutting commentary on social media and the digital world. Just watch Black Mirror. Yeah. You combine those, and you get much better social commentary than you get in this show. Mm. So eight episodes could it have been like six or four. Cut out the whole Three, reporter maybe? storyline. Why yeah. was he there? Just breaking everyone's house oh, repeatedly. God. <laughs> also, and then he, sorry, his husband calls him out, and he's like, "Oh, I need to do what I can to get ahead. Breaking the law." Your husband's right here, you need it. I know. And also he like sneaks out of Simon the brother's house, like when he's there. The the front door is literally like three meters away from the lounge room and he turns around and hears it click. Yeah. Obviously he's gonna hear you. What are you doing? Obviously leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So bad. Anyway, let's let's move on with our lives. <sighs> I don't know if I can. I'm annoyed about this show. Okay. Dawn? Dawn. Dawn is what you've given me. Dawn. You're telling yeah. me Dawn did this. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. I think Zoe needs better, personally. Go to Big Sick. Yeah. Great film. Ruby Sparks. Another good one. Which she wrote. I always forget anyway. that film exists. Anyway. Yeah, it's a good one. Paul Dano. Anyway. Uh, coming out's not really sure what's coming, but there'll be lots of movies coming out soon, actually, because we're moving into a post-COVID world or a living with COVID world, potentially. So we'll be able to get back into the cinema and get some big blockbusters. To be exciting. Mm. I'm very excited. Me too. Well, it feels like, at this point, don't even bother with Bond. Like, let's, let's, get, let's get the new one. Oh, I feel so sorry for them. They, like, rescheduled it three different times. I know. To do with three different lockdowns. Like, yeah. Until then... I've been Lonnie, she's been Sine. This has been I Only Like You and Movies. Goodbye. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.